0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter Podcast. I'm your host, Tom O'Shea, episode 53. Yeah, there were some highs, there were some lows, but in the end, Red Sox ended up splitting the series with the Cleveland Guardians at home at Fenway, getting ready for another tough series against the Milwaukee Brewers. But they split the series with Cleveland, and yeah, so take two out... Two out four, two out four, yeah, pretty nice, yeah. All right. Just as trade deadline is looming, yeah. So get used to some of this winning because we might be uh, looking at a different team heading in to August the second. All right. <clears throat> so game one on Monday. So basically, uh, so the Red Sox uh, basically broke a five-game losing streak as they won this one. Schreiber comes good in relief. Um, yeah, Verdugo does really good and stuff. And uh Christian Vasquez, he has an I2, and the Red Sox end up winning this one three to one. So pretty good. They are now 49 and 48 at this point. All right. Red Sox box scores. Here we go. So leading off and playing center field was Jaron Duran. He went one for four. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out twice. All right. And then batting second and playing DH was Rob Repschneider, 0 for free, 1 run, 0 RBIs, 1 walk, and he did strike out one of those three at-bats. Batting third and playing left field is Alex Verdugo, 1 for 4, 1 run, 1 RBI, 0 walks, and he struck out 0 times. And then batting fourth and playing shortstop, Xander Bogarts, 1 for 4, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 0 walks, and he struck out twice. Batting fifth and playing uh catcher was Christian Vasquez, one for four, no runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right. Batting sixth and playing first base, Franci Cordero, 0 for 2, no runs, no RBIs, two walks, and he punched out two of those uh two all two of those are bats. Yeah. say. Yeah. All right, and then batting seventh and playing uh third base was Bobby Dahlbeck, oh for three, yeah. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he punched out two of those three at bats. All right, and then batting eighth and playing uh, right field, Jackie Bradley Jr. One for three, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, and then batting, all right, and then uh, batting ninth and playing second base was Yomer Sanchez. He went one for three, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. And basically, just the only offense is a couple of doubles, one from uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. and one from uh, Verdugo. And then RBIs, uh, one from Sanchez, one from Verdugo, and then one from uh, Vasquez. All right. And, yeah, Nick Pavetta was still in this one. All right. as Speaking of which, Boston pitching, getting the start in this one and pitching 5.2 innings is Nick Pavetta. Um, gave up seven hits, though, but did surrender and did surrender a run, and that one run was earned. But he walked three people, struck out six, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 4.35 ERA. So, maybe Nick Pavetta might be back. All yeah. right. Yeah, just wait until the next time we record the podcast that he's played a game in. Yeah. All right. All right. Then substituting for him and pitching 1.1 innings with John Schreiber, and he also got the win, so he's now 3-1. and He did give up a hit. He did not surrender a run, though, and none of them were earned, obviously. Uh, Walked nobody, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 1.50 ERA. All right, And then uh, bat, and then substituting for him and pitching two innings with Garrett Little, Garrett Whitlock, he also gets a save, so his second of the year. He gave up zero hits, he surrendered zero runs, and all zero of them are earned. Uh, Walked nobody, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 3.13 ERA. All right, pretty good. All right. Guardians box scores. All right. Leading off and playing left field was Stephen Kwan. He went one for four or one for five. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out zero times. All right. And then batting second and playing shortstop was Emmett Rosario. He went 0 for four. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out once. All right. And then batting third and playing third base, Jose Abreu, the same age, exactly the same age as me. Born on the same day, too. Jose, or Jose Ramirez. All right. So he went uh, two for four or uh, two for four. No runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out once. Right. Then batting fourth and playing first base, Josh Naylor. He went 0 for free. No runs, no RBIs, one walk, and he struck out once. All right. Batting fifth and playing DH is Framiel Reyes. He went one for four. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he punched out three times. All right. Then batting or uh, batting six and playing uh, second base at amid or Andres Jimenez, he went one for free, no runs, no RBIs, one walk, and he struck out once. All right, and then batting seventh and playing right field is Nolan Jones. He went oh for free, no runs, no RBIs. He did walk once and he struck out once. Batting eighth and playing catcher is Austin Hedges. He went one for free. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out once. And then pinch hitting for him was Owen Miller. He went 0 for 1, and that one at bat was a strikeout. All right, and then back ninth and playing center field was uh, Miles Straw. He went two for, free, or 2 for 4, 1 run, 0 RBIs, 0 walks, and he struck out 0 times. The same Miles Straw decided to take on the whole Yankee Stadium. Yeah, the right, whole right field, yeah. Back in April. All right. all right. So really not a lot of offense. Just one few, a couple base hits from a few people, but then just one RBI from a Jose and That's about it. All right. Cleveland pitching. Here we go. So getting the start in this one and pitching five innings was Zach Please, Dan Please. Dan Plesak's nephew. Um, he also got the loss too, so he's now two and eight to start the year. He gave up three hits, he surrendered three runs, and all three of them are earned. Walked three people, punched out four, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 4.09 ERA. All right. And then uh, Trevor Steven, or Trevor Stephens, he came in and pitched 0.2 innings. He gave up two hits, but he did not surrender a run, and none of them were earned, obviously. Walked nobody, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.65 ERA. All right. Sam Hente, or Hentes, he comes in and pitches 0.2 innings. He, get, he did give up a hit, but he did not surrender a run, and none of them were earned, obviously. Walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with 3.97 ERM. All right, James Karenshack, he came in and pitched 0 point, or 1.2 innings. He did give up zero, or zero hits. He did surrender zero runs, and none of them were earned, obviously. Walked nobody, struck out four, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with 3.12 ERM. All right, so here we go, scoring summary. So nobody really scored up until, like, the bottom of the fur, but then Yalmar Sanchez with a one-runner on, he hits a single into left field to score, Jack Bradley Jr., but he did get run, got caught in a rundown trying to reach, make it into a double, and he got caught out, and that's basically when the rain delay started for, like, 33 innings. Um, but then when we came back in the top of the fifth inning, though, Jose Ramirez, he did single into uh, – or two or infield single to uh Bob, or Bobby Dalback, which scored uh Miles Straw to tie the ballgame one one. But then the Red Sox in the sixth inning, they took the lead as Alex Dugo. He doubles into uh off shortstop Jose or uh, Rosario to score Ref Snyder to make it a two to one Red Sox lead, then three to one as Christian Vasquez. He singles in the center field to score for Dugo. That's where your fall game would stand, or that's where your final score would stand. All right. So, yeah, really good outing from Nick Pavetta. I mean, really, he basically and and as credit works, dude, the Indians' offenses are really that good, except for maybe Jose Ramirez. But that's about it. I mean, seriously. But he did a really good job. He came in. He did what he was supposed to do. He basically pitched a really good outing, and he basically had a quality start, a really good quality start, and he helped the Red Sox to the win. Yeah. And coming out of the bullpen, too, John Schreiber, he did his job once again – and then Garrett Whitlock, he also did his job, too. So, yeah, our bullpen came in pretty good, too. So, yeah, you got to give credit to that. So, who thought it was funny that, like, the Red Sox fans were basically uh, rattling James Karinshack a little bit? That was kind of, yeah, just razzling them too. That was just funny. Yeah. Uh, you do have to love the guy's intensity, in intensity. In I mean, every time he strikes out, he really pumps his fist and stuff like that. While back, he was basically one of the top relievers in the game, like top 100 or something like that, or basically not well in the top 100. So, like, the best baseball players are one of the best relievers. So, I mean, they're still, yeah, but yeah. Oh, yeah, really good game, really good game overall. Yeah, all right, we've I I got one more for uh, got one more for uh, one more, yeah, we got one, one more, one more, <laughs> all right, we got a bit time for one more, us, uh, so, yeah, I think we do. All right, so game two on Tuesday, not so much of a great game. Uh, when Kelsey just didn't have his stuff in this one, he got battered around early by the Cleveland Guardians, and the Guardians basically just held on for the win. Now off offense going on also as they won eight to three. As the Red Sox go right back to five hundred at they're now forty nine and forty nine at this point. Yeah. Mm-mm. all right. Red Sox box scores, here we go. So leading off and playing right field is Rob Refschneider. He went one for four. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, and then batting second and playing left field, Alex Verdugo, 0 for 0 for four. He did score a run, though. No RBIs, no walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, and then batting second and playing third base is Xander Bo- – or or playing shortstop is Xander Bogarts. He went three for four, so pretty good night from him. Uh one run, one RBI, zero walks, any strikeouts zero times. All right. Batting fourth and playing DH, JD Martinez, O for four or O for free, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, any struck out all three of those at bats. All right. We should just say that. Just as we said, 0 for free, and they have like three strikeouts. We just say that. All right. And then uh batting, batting four or batting fifth and playing first base, Christian Vasquez, one for free. No runs, one RBI, one walk, and he struck out once. All right, and then batting set or batting six, and playing catcher Kevin Pujols, one for four, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right, batting seven, the playing second base, Yolmer Sanchez, zero for four, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out once. All right, and then batting eighth and playing third base. Bobby Dahlback, 0 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out once, also. All right. And then uh batting, not or batting ninth and playing center field, Jalen Davis. He went one for free. Zero or a uh, one run, zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out once. All right. Then basically offense is uh two doubles from Bogarts, um, one double by uh Davis, and then uh one double by uh Puecki. and then RBIs, one from uh, Bogarts one from Pawecki, and then uh, one from uh, Vasquez. But that's about it. All right. All right. So Red Sox pitching or Boston pitching. Here we go. So getting the start in this one and pitching uh, three innings and also getting the loss. So he's now three and five. It's Josh Winkowski. Gave up six hits, surrendered five runs, all five of them are earned. Walked a person, struck out four, gave up one home or gave up two home runs and left the game with a one or a 5.18 ERA. Austin Davis, he came in and pitched an inning. He did give up two hits. He did surrender two runs, but one of them was earned. Uh, Walked a person, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 4.50 ERA. All right. Hirokazu Salmora, he came in and pitched two innings. He gave up two hits. He did not surrender a run, though, and none of them obviously were earned. Uh, Walked a person, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.97 ERA. All right. Jake Diekman, he came in and pitched an inning. He did not give up a hit and did not surrender a run, and definitely none of them were earned, obviously. Uh, walked a person, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 4.17 ERA. The Collinsville, Illinois native Tanner Houck, he came in and pitched an inning. He gave up two hits. He did surrender a run, and that one run was earned. Uh, walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 3.20 ERA. Then Caleb Ward, he came in and pitched an inning. He did go up. He did not give up a hit, and he did not surrender a run, and obviously no earned runs. Uh, walked nobody, punched out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 12.27. ERA. All right. Guardians box scores. All right. Here we go. All right. Leading off and of playing left field is Stephen Quan He went three for five, so a pretty good night from him. One run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right, and then uh, batting second and playing uh, shortstop is uh, Ahmed Rosario. He went two for five, one run, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right, and then batting third and playing third base is Jose Abreu. One for free, one run, zero RBIs, two walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, and then uh, batting fourth and playing DH Josh Naylor. He went uh, two for five, so a pretty good night from him. One run, one RBI, zero walk or zero or. One RBI, zero walks, and he struck out once. Right. Batting fifth and playing first base was Owen Miller. He went one for five, no runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out twice. All right, batting sixth and playing uh, second base is Andres Jimenez. He went 0 for free, but he did score a run, no RBI's, one walk, and he did strike out one of those three at-bats. All right. Then batting seventh and playing right field is Nolan Jones, he went one for five, one run, three RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right. And then substituting for him and playing right field was – hold on, let's see this dude. Alex Call. he went uh, – but he did not get a bad whatsoever, so there's no point going over his line score. All right. And then uh, batting eighth and playing catcher, Austin Hedges, he went one for four or one for three, one run, one RBI, one walk, and he struck out twice. All right. And then batting eighth and playing uh, center field, Miles Straw. He went one for four. One run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right. All right, and then basically a double by Naylor. Then a home run, one from Austin Hedges in the second inning off of Winkowski with zero on and one out. And then Noah Jones, his seconds in the third inning off of Winkowski with two on and two out. And then RBIs, one from Hedges, three from Jones. One from Miller, and then one from Naylor, and then one from Rosario. And then stolen bases, one from Jose Ramirez, his 14th of the year. And then Josh Naylor, his 2nd of the year. And then uh Stephen Kwan, his uh 7th of the year. All right. All right, and then Cleveland pitching, here we go. So getting the start in this one and starting as an opener was Brian Shaw. Or Brian Shaw, he went 2 for, or uh, scored or went 2.1 innings, gave up three hits, surrendered two runs, all two of them are earned. Walked a person, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 5.45 ERA. All right. And this dude. Nick Sadlin or Nick Stadlin, he came in and pitched 0.2 innings. He did give up a hit. And he did surrender a run. And that one run was not earned. Well, it did not surrender a run. And that one and obviously that one. That one was not earned. Uh, he did not walk a person, did not strike out anybody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a two point eight one ERA. All right, and then Kurt McCarthy or McCarthy, Kurt McCarty, he came in and pitched up four innings and got the win. So he's now one and two. He gave up one hit, but he did not surrender a run and definitely no earned runs. Walked a person, struck out four, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a six point seventy five ERA. All right. Then Eli Morgan, he came in and pitched an inning, gave up two hits, and did surrender a run, and that one run was earned. Walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 5.53 ERA. All right. Emmanuel Clausier, he came in and pitched an inning. Uh, no hits and no runs and definitely no earned runs. Walked a per- or walk nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 1.34 ERA. All right. Cleet. All right, so those- Scoring summary. All right. So basically, in the top of the first inning, the Guardians get on the board first as Owen Miller, he singles in the center field to score Jose Ramirez to make it a 1 0 Cleveland lead. Then the second inning, Austin Hedges, he homers into left field to make it a 2 0 Cleveland lead. All right. In the top of the third inning, Noan Jones, he homers a three run homer at that into right center field to score himself. Josh Naylor and Andres Jimenez to make it five 0 Guardians. But bottom the third though the Red Sox get on the board as Xander Bogarts, he singles into a left field to score Jalen Davis five to one Cleveland still leads but by four. All right, then a single by Christian Vasquez he singles into left field to score Alex Verdugo to make it a five to two Red Sox or five to two Cleveland lead. Um three run lead at this point. Then the bottom of the four the fielder's choice by uh or uh, Josh Nealon reaches on a fielder's choice that uh basically well basically it was a fielder's choice slash an error by uh Yomer Sanchez to second base to score Miles Straw and Emed Rosario to make it a seven to two Reds or Guardians lead. Then the top of the eighth, eight to two as Emed Rosario. She singles in the right field to scores. Stephen Kwong to make it 8-2. And then bottom of the eighth, Red Sox to tack on one more run. Kevin he doubles in the center field to score. Um, Sandra Bogart to make it an 8-3 uh, Cleveland lead, but that's where your final score would stand. All right. So back to the bottom of the third inning. So um, it was like a sack fly out to uh, – I think it was – hold on. All right. So bottom of the third. So basically it was a sack fly out by uh, um, Kevin Puecki that basically uh, what well, was a tag play that could have scored one run, Xander Bogarts, but then they threw it in on time. It looked like Bogarts got in. I believe he got in. There's no way that he got called out. But he got called out, and they basically went to review and confirmed it, and he was out at that end of the inning, and that was a crap bullshit call. That was dumb. But that's kind of how the season's been going so far—just misplay errors and just plays just not going our way, kind of deal. It's just how the season is going far so far. But nothing really much going on. I mean, kind of a couple of nights from from uh Bogarts too. I mean, the real offense in that game was basically Bogarts. He basically went off right from the get go too. Yeah, when he went up to bat in the first inning, he basically just hit a double into uh center field to basically yeah. So basically. Keep them alive in the inning, but three for four, so a pretty good night from him. So, yeah, this is why they need to pay the man. This is really why they need to pay the man. This is why, and we'll get into also in that episode why they should pay the man. Yeah, all right. That's about it. I got nothing else in this game. Just when Kowski just didn't have the stuff, I just he just looked lost. He has not been the same since uh, the Cubs game that he went or uh, played against, and that was when he said that Wrigley field. We forgot to mention that, too. He said that Wrigley or uh, Wrigley Field was basically s- substandard or something like that, or like, yeah, something like that, par standard or something like that. So, yeah. And he just hasn't been the same since then. I wonder if they put a hex on him. I don't know. They might have. I don't know. But this is his first start back from the COVID IL, so, yeah. Maybe that could be it too. But, yeah. Just didn't have it so not or in this one. Right. So we'll go to break and then come back and talk about game two and three of this series. Or uh, three and four of the series. Well, this one. This is the one that was a real kicker in this one. So a lot of misplays by Franchi Cordero kind of helped things out. Schreiber didn't really do much, too. And then Hal came in. Basically, the score tied in the ninth inning and basically gave up a whole run to Josh Naylor, which gave the Cleveland Guardians... A 7 to 6 victory. Red Sox dropped to uh, under 500, um, 49 and 50, and on a two game losing streak at this point. Yeah, that's how bad. I mean, tonight, yep, yeah, last night did not feel good at all. Even I'm going to my parents' house, I just did not feel good at all. All right, Red Sox by scores. Here we go. So leading off and playing center field was uh, Jaron Duran. He went 0 for free. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he punched out two of those three at bats. All right, and then pinch hitting for him, playing right field, was uh Rob Re- or Rob Schneider. He went 0 for 2, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, batting second and playing left field, Alex Verdugo, two for four, so a pretty good night from him. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out zero times. Batting third and playing shortstop, Xander Bogarts, one for three, no runs, no RBIs, one walk, and he struck out zero times. Batting fifth or batting fourth and playing DH, JD Martinez, 0 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out zero times. Batting fifth and playing catcher, Christian Vasquez, 2 for 4, so pretty good night from him. One run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. Batting sixth and playing first base, Franchi Cordero, one for free. He did score three runs though, no RBIs, one walk, and he struck out zero times. Batting seventh and playing for base, Bobby Daubeck, for, or, uh two for free, two runs, five RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out one time. So he had a pretty good night, old oh, Bobby, black guy, Bobby. <laughs> really, really, yeah, you see the black guy. He just got, wow, when did he get that? He must have, he, I heard that he was taking uh, ground balls, like practicing ground balls and on one. He basically played one on a miss hop and basically hit him in the eye. <sighs> <laughs> that's where it got the black out here. Everybody was wondering. All right. That's what I heard. All right. Batting eighth and playing right field, uh, right field and center field, Jackie Bradley Jr. One for four, no runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out twice. All right. Batting or batting ninth and playing second base, Yomer Sanchez, 0 for four, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out once. All right. Then basically just not a lot going on. Just... Uh, one double by uh Francis Cordero, one from uh and then uh one from a uh, Bobby or uh, why am I blanking on his name? Sander Bogars, why did I blank on his name? Okay, whatever. All right. Then two home runs from, or uh, from Bobby Dalback, Well, uh, one in the or uh, his first one in the second inning by CalContrell uh, with one on and two out, and then the sixth inning also Cal Contrell with one on and one out, equaling to ten home runs he's had so far. All right. Then RBIs five from Bob Dahlbeck. All right. And then a caught stealing by Jackie Bradley Jr. His third of the year. I believe that might be team leading also right now, but I could be wrong. All right. All right. So uh, Boston pitching, here we go. So getting the start in this one and pitching six innings was Nathan Baldy He gave up nine hits. He surrendered five runs. Four of them were earned. Uh, walked nobody. Struck out one. Yes, one. One. Uh, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 4.43 ERA. John Schreiber, he came in to pitch out two innings and got blown save his second of the year. He gave up two hits. He surrendered a run, and that one run was earned. Walked a person, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 1.66 ERA. All right, and the Collinsville, Illinois native, Tanner Houck, he comes in and pitches an inning and gets the loss, so he's now 5-4 and four for the year. He does give up a hit. And he does surrender a run, and that one run was earned. Walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 3.40 ERA. Guardians box scores. Here we go. So uh, leading off and playing on left field, Stephen Kwan. He goes uh, one for four, no runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, and then uh, batting second and playing shortstop is Edmund Rosario, two for five. Zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. Batting third and playing third base is Jose Ramirez. He goes 0 for 5, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out zero times. Batting fourth and playing first base, Josh Naylor, one for five, one run, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, and then uh batting fifth and playing DH is uh Framil Reyes. He goes uh two for four, so pretty good night from him. One run, zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out zero times. Batting sixth and playing second base is Owen Miller, one for four, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he does strike out once. Batting seventh and playing right field, Nolan Jones, three for four. So a pretty good night from him. Three runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, and then uh batting eighth and playing catcher, Austin Hedges, he goes 0 for 2. Does no score run though, no RBIs, no walks, any strikeouts, zero times. Pinch hitting for him is uh, Andres Jimenez. He goes uh, 0 for 1, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, any strikeouts, zero times. And then substituting for him at catcher was uh, Luke Mailey, but he does not get in bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his line score. All right, and then batting ninth and playing center field, Miles Straw, 2 for 4, so pretty good night from him. Zero runs, two RBIs, zero walks, and he still has strikeout once. Then, as I said, doubles: one from Reyes, uh, two from Straw, um, two from Jones, and then uh, one from uh, Quang. And then a uh, home run by Josh Naylor in the ninth inning, his fourteenth of the year, um, off a of Tanner Houck with zero on and one out. And then RBIs: uh, one from uh, Hedges, one from Jones, one from Quang or one from Quan, uh, one from Naylor, and then uh, one from Rosario and two from Straw. that's about it all right cleveland pitching here we go so getting the start in this one and pitching 5.1 innings is cal quantrell the son of former red sox pitcher paul quantrell he does give up eight hits he does surrender six runs uh five of them were earned uh walked two people struck out four gave up two home runs and left the game with a 3.97 era right sam hinges he comes in and pitches 1.1 innings does not give up a hit does not surrender a run and definitely none of them were earned, obviously. Walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 3.82 ERA. All right. Emil De Los Santos, he comes in and pitches 1.1 innings. He does give up a hit. Um, he does not surrender a run, though, and definitely none of them were earned, obviously. Um, walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.87 ERA. He also gets the win, too. I forgot to mention that. So he's now 2-0 and for the season. All right, Emmanuel Clase, he comes in and pitches a one inning. He gets to save his 21st of the year, gives up no hits, does not surrender a run, and definitely no earned runs, walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 31 ERA. All right, here we go. Box score, or scoring summary, all right. Place. All right, so to begin with, in the top of the second inning, uh, Nolan Jones reaches on a fielding error. Uh, well, actually, throwing error by uh Franchi Cordero that basically scores uh framo Reyes. We'll talk about that a little bit too. Uh, make it one nothing Guardians. Then a uh, ground out by Austin Hedges scores uh Owen Miller to make it two nothing Guardians. Then a double by Miles Straw scores uh Nolan jo- or Nolan Jones to make it three nothing Guardians. But then in the top of the second or bottom of the second inning, Bobby Dahlbeck basically gives the Red Sox their uh, gives the Red Sox two runs and their first hit of the game. Excuse me, as he uh hits a two-run home run into uh the Green Monster to score himself and Bobby Do- or Francia Cordero to make it three to two, three to two Guardians lead, but by one. Top of the fourth, though, Stephen Kwan he doubles into right field to score Noah Jones or Nolan Jones. To make it four to two, Guardians lead, and then a single by Ahmed Rosario into uh, left field scores Austin Hedges to make it five to two, uh, Guardians lead. Bottom of the fourth, though, Franchi Cordero he doubles in left field to score uh, Christian Vasquez, and then yeah, fielding error by uh, or uh, Stephen Kwan basically makes it into a little bit or makes uh, Cordero a Cordero advance to third. Um. Yeah, it was a common, nice little play too at home plate. I mean, he basically, yeah, uh, Cork or uh, Christian Vasquez. He almost looked like he was out, but the uh, Quan basically overthrew the ball and basically uh, Vasquez basically scored there. But he if he if Quang didn't really like basically like overthrow or basically like or uh, overthrow the ball and basically uh throw it into the backstop, he would have yeah got know, Vasquez. But he doesn't, and then, yeah, uh, Cordero, Cordero basically advanced the third because of that. So, yeah. Well, actually, it was a throw-in error by uh, Rosario. I forgot, mistake by that. But, yeah, but Quan basically had a little bit in it, too. But it's 5-3 to three, uh, Guardians at this point, but by two. And then sack fly by Bobby Dahlbeck scores. Cordero make it 5-4, to one-run game. Red Sox are not out of it. Yeah, the Yellow Sox at this point. Yeah, <laughs> Yellow Sox. Yeah, that's, they basically wore their uh, for this game or for this uh, series their uh, city connect jerseys, the yellow and blue jerseys. So yeah, that's why we call them the Yellow Sox. All right, all right, and then uh, basically, so yeah, one run game at the one run game at this point. Bomb um, the sixth though, the Red Sox do retake the lead as Bobby Dalbag he hits a uh, two run home run into center field to score himself, and once again, Franchi Cordero. Six to five Red Sox lead, but then uh the Guardians do uh, tie it up in the eight, top of the eighth inning as um basically because of a misplay by Franz Cordero, but then yeah, off, Miles Straw basically doubles to score uh Nolan Jones Nolan Jones tie ballgame six assists and then top of the night, Josh Naylor hits a towering home run in the left center field to score um to just score himself to make it a seven to six uh Guardians lead. That's where your final score would stand. Even though Cordero did have a little bit of offense in this game, he was not good defensively. He made two throwing errors, one that cost us the game, one that cost us the game, I should say, especially in the eighth inning, where you could have gotten like the first out of that inning and basically helped Schreiber out, but basically just overthrew it and basically helped uh, the Guardians basically tie up the game and won the first inning, basically just threw it into the camera well to basically, yeah, basically just score a run and get the Guardians on the board. It's just, he's not a first baseman. I don't know. It's kind of proven that this Benatendi deal to get him is starting to kind of blow in our face a little bit, too, especially with Cordero. Speaking of which, we will talk about Benatendi because news about him just reached earlier, but you probably already know by now. Yeah, he's wearing pinstripes now. Oh, crap. Yeah, we spoiled it for you. Yeah, all right. Well, anyway, we were going to say it in the final thoughts. But after the game in this one, Andrew Benatendi got traded to the New York Yankees for free pitching prospects. So he is now going in pinstripes. Yeah. That is sad. That is very sad. Yeah. There's a picture of him going, like, down. And I heard, too, because he came from the Royals, and the Yankees are playing the Royals. This uh, week. So, yeah. So, basically, all he had to do was basically just walk from one uh, clubhouse to the next one. Yeah, in the Yankee Stadium. And there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I think that happened to the Red Sox a few times. But they took him on a cart to get to the clubhouse. And there's a picture of him that somebody posted of him, like, just doing the whole peace sign. But he had a water bottle that said, help me. <laughs> I don't know if that means something. I don't know. Yeah. It is kind of sad to kind of see him go. But... The good thing about this trade to the Yankees, they're now out of the, they're probably now out of the Juan Soto sweepstakes now. That's good. Yeah, because I don't want him to go to New York. Ugh. <laughs> Imagine Juan Soto in New York smashing home runs. Oh, good Lord. And they'll, pro- and they'll probably make him the next, basically the new outfielder. Maybe if they were, yeah, that could be Judge's replacement con deal. If Judge does not get a contract, that could be his replacement. Yeah, Cordero just—that's the one thing about this game. Cordero just looked like he looked lost out there, and did not look like a third, first baseman. He's been doing that lately. He does not look like a first baseman at all, and it's starting to prove the high and bloom that he really messed up on the in that Ben attendee trade. I mean, you could say Winkowski's been pitching better this year, but lately he has not been pitching lately, and that's kind of blown up in his face too. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe Cordero might be gone in the trade deadline. We don't know. We don't know the Red Sox are going to be buyers. We don't know they're going to be sellers. We just don't know yet. All right. Let's wrap it up with the fourth game of the series. And, folks, I'm glad to say the Red Sox did really good in this one. Yeah, really good. They started out really slow. Not really a lot of offense in this game. Only like 11 hits in total for both sides. But Red Sox, in the end, they did their job. Um Standard Bogarts, he hits a key home run, free run home run late in the game in the sixth inning, and the Red Sox just never looked back after that, after giving up that one run in the first on Joe Castiglione 40th anniversary night. So if you don't know who Joe Castiglione is, I don't know what the heck you're doing. All right, whatever. All right, Red Sox win this game 4-2, to and they split the series. They go back to 550 and 50, and break a two-game losing streak. Heading into the Milwaukee series coming up this weekend. We'll get into that a little bit. All right. Red Sox box scores. Here we go. So leading off and playing center field is Jaron Duran. He goes 0 for 4. One run, 0 RBIs, 0 walks, and he does strike out once. All right. Or struck out one of those four bats. All right. Batting second and playing left field. Alex Verdugo, 2 for 4. One run, 0 RBIs, 0 walks, and he struck out 0 times. All right. Batting uh, third and playing shortstop, Xander Bogarts, one for two. One run, three RBIs, two walks, and he does strike out once. So a pretty good night from all bogey and one from Verdugo, too. And then uh, batting fourth and playing DH, uh, J.D. Martinez, 0 for free. No runs, no RBIs, one walk, and he does strike out zero times. All right, batting fifth and playing catcher, uh, Christian Vasquez, 0 for four. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out once. All right, and then uh, batting six and playing uh, first base, Ferranchi Cordero. He goes uh, one for free, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he does strike out twice. And then Yalmer Sanchez, he does substitute for him but play a second base, but he's he not going to bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his line score. All right, batting seventh and playing first base and first base, Bobby Dahlbeck, one for free, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he does strike out once. So a pretty good night from old Bobby. Black-eyed Bobby, yeah. Black eye Bobby. <laughs> All right. And then uh, batting eighth and playing right field is Jackie Bradley Jr. He goes over uh, for free, no runs, 0 RBI, 0 walks, and he does strike out 0 times. All right. And then uh, batting ninth and playing second base and third base is, uh, or second base and third base is Tier Downs, 1 for free, no runs, 0 RBI, 0 walks, and he does strike out once. Yeah. All right. And then, uh, all right, and then um a double by Frankie Cordero, and then a home run by uh Xander Bogarts, his eighth of the year in the sixth inning off of Tristan McKenzie with two on and one out. And then uh basically three RBIs from Xander Bogarts, and that's about it. A uh, stolen base, two by uh Xander Bogarts, adding up the seventh of the year, seventh of the year, so pretty good, seventh of the year, so pretty good. Awesome. All right, Boston pitching. Here we go. So Cutter Crawford, he gets a start in this one and pitches 5.2 innings. He does give up three hits. He does surrender a run, and that one run was earned. Uh, walked nobody, though. Struck out two. Gave up one home run and left the game with a 4.715 ERA. All right. And then uh, Jake Diekman, he came in and pitched a uh, 1.1 innings and got the win. So he's now 5-1 and one to start the year, being one of our worst relievers. I don't know why he has that record, but okay. Uh, gives up zero hits. Does not surrender zero runs and definitely no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 4.03 ERA. Well, at least he did his job tonight. All right, and then Garrett Whitlock—he came in and pitched two innings and got the save, his third of the year. Gave up two hits. He does surrender a run though, but definitely no earned run. Or and that one run was earned. He did walk a person, the only walk of the game for the Red Sox pitching staff. Uh, gave up or a struck out one. Gave up zero home runs and left the game with a 3.18 ERA. He still did his job and still held the job. All right. Cleveland box score or uh, Guardians box scores. Here we go. So leading off and playing left field is Steven Kwan. He goes one for three or one for four. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, and then uh, batting second and playing shortstop is Ahmed Rosario. 0 for four. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out once. Batting third and playing third base, Jose Ramirez. He goes one for four. One run, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right, batting fourth and playing first base, Josh Naylor. He goes 2 for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. Batting uh fifth and playing second base is Andres Jimenez. He goes over free, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out once. Batting sixth and playing DH, Framro Reyes, 0 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out once. All right, and then uh batting for or, uh batting uh, for Batting 7, then playing right field is Nate Jones. He goes 0 for free. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out once. All right. And then uh batting. Batting eighth and playing uh catcher is Luke Maley. He goes 0 for two. He does score a run though. No RBIs, no or one walk, and he does strike out one of those two at-bats. bats. All right. And then uh batting, all uh, right, and then batting ninth and playing center field is a uh, Miles Straw. He goes uh one for free. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out zero times. All right. Okay, and then uh back and then uh doubles, uh two from Naylor, and then uh a home run by Jose Ramirez. His twentieth of the year in the fourth inning off of Cutter Crawford with zero on and one out that basically goes over the pesky pole. It almost looked like a foul ball, but they ruled it, like they reviewed it and then ruled it the yeah, out home run. But yeah. And then uh, basically RBI from a uh, Jose Abreu or not Jose Jose Ramirez. That's the only thing. And then stolen base by Jimenez, eighth of the year. So yeah, that's about it offensively. All right, Cleveland pitching. Here we go. So uh, getting the start in this one and pitching seven innings, but getting the loss is uh, Tristan McKenzie. He is seven and seven for the year. He gives up six hits, surrenders four runs. All four of them were earned walks a person, strikes out six, gives up a home run, and leaves the game with a 3.24 ERA. And then James Shack he comes in and pitches one inning, no hits, no runs, no earned runs, uh, walked two people, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.79 ERA. All right. So that's about it. All right. Okay. All right. So basically nothing going on to the... Top of the fourth inning, and that's basically where uh, the Indians got our Indians Guardians get on us. We all seriously, we're gonna get yeah. So basically, this is the home run I said that went over the pesky pole and basically just went basically, yeah. That um, basically, yeah, they went to review over the Jose Ramirez home run that basically went in the right field over the pesky pole to make it a one nothing Guardians lead. But then in the top of the seventh or bottom of the sixth inning. That wasn't that didn't last as Xander Bogarts, He hits a home run into center field to score himself. Jaron Duran and Alex Rugo make it a three to one Red Sox lead. Then bomb the sevens as Bobby Dawback. He singles in the left field to score Francia Cordero. Four to one Red Sox lead. Then the Reds and then um the Guardi- our Guardians do score a run in the bomb or a uh, bomb the eighth inning. As a forced ground out by or a ground out double play by Stephen Kwong basically scores. Uh, let's see, uh, Luke Maley to make it four to two Red Sox lead, but that's where your final score would stand. That's about it. All right. So, yeah, a lot offensively going on in this game. Both pitches pitched really good. Crawford pitched good. McKenzie pitched good. Yeah, McKenzie pitched pretty good too. Like, especially he didn't give up a hit until like basically the fourth inning, but still, yeah. Yeah, but still, yeah, he was pitching pretty good too. I like that dude, McKenzie. He's pretty good. Hearing the hearing some of the podcast he did, like uh, he did one with thirty nine when Carabas and uh, just Dallas Braden was still on uh, Barcelona doing the podcast, and then he did one on the Frio Take, and he seems like a pretty cool dude. I mean, he really seems like a really nice dude. Although he did grow up a Yankees fan in the in Brooklyn. Ooh, yuck. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. But, yeah, he was pitching pretty good. Crawford was pitching pretty good, except he gave up that one home run to uh, Jose Ramirez that basically went over the pesky ball. That almost looked like a foul ball, but they ruled it a home run. But, yeah, he he pitched well, a quality start from all the uh, Cutter Crawford. He's been pitching good as of lately. I did say that he did kind of pitch bad on Saturday, last Saturday's game against the Blue Jays, but he, actually he pitched pretty good. He basically held them on. It's just the fact that he basically gave up the runs, and the offense just didn't really do anything for him. But he's been pitching pretty good. Yeah, he pitched really good in this game. Right. The Joe Castiglione ceremonies. So, yeah, if you don't know who Joe Castiglione is, he is the radio voice for the Boston Red Sox, and he's been doing it for since 82, 1982, 1983. So, basically since Reagan was president. Um, let's see, the Godfather, when the Godfather movies is still on. Yeah, he was basically there for a while. Yeah, he – he was there to even see Kari Shremsky playing his final two seasons with the Red Sox. That's how old Joe Castiglione or how long Joe Castiglione has been broadcasting games. I think it was 1983 he started. So, well, I mean, they might be doing something for four. I don't know. But it's almost been 40 years. So pretty good. Yeah, they had a nice real ceremony for him. And they named the radio booth that he does games now the Joe Castiglione booth. And that plaque will be there forevermore. So kind of what they did for the TV broadcast for Jerry Remy, too, when he uh, did the ceremony for him calling it the Jerry Remy booth, they're now calling the radio broadcast booth the Joe Castiglione booth. So it's pretty neat. Yeah. And very good for him. Well-deserved for him celebrating his 40th uh, anniversary with the team. This is basically the way – this is kind of like hint, listening to games is basically the only way that I get to listen the or get the follow up with the games while I'm at work. Just pop up some earbuds. And um, just listen to old Joe Casiglione and uh, Tim Neverett, uh, Will, or well, now Will Fleming, now and a few other guys too, like Sean McDonough and stuff like that. But yeah, that's basically how I get the follow up with the games, why I can't watch the games while I'm at work. Cause, yeah, you can't watch the games at work. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can't do that. All right. Maybe during break, but yeah, nah, yeah. But when I'm working, we're turning on the radio broadcast and we're going to listen to old Joe Casiglione. And seriously, he's been there for pretty much every iconic play in Red Sox history. Every, well, 2013, Dave O'Brien, who's now doing TV, did call the final out of the 2013 World Series. But he was at the game, too, calling the game, too, with uh, Dave O'Brien. But pretty much every World Series out, like, except for 2013, 2004, 2007, and 2018, he basically called every final out. And now it's pretty neat. That's basically just been a soundtrack to my summers and a lot of other summers for Red Sox fans. So yeah. So it's pretty neat. So yeah. So awesome. Yeah, I wish they could have done I wish they could have win for uh, David Ortiz we forgot about that too. David Ortiz had his uh, Hall of Fame ceremony, so pretty good, awesome. Basically just say the same thing that he did during the Hall of Fame excuse me, the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Just uh he did like kind of made it a little bit short too and didn't go too much in the detail. Um, he did thank every Red Sox fan and every Red Sox fan in the world kind of do. He did thank them for being there and st- and basically like cheering him on and stuff like that. And I just thought, oh, you say that about me uh, and other people too. Yeah, but still, yeah. But yeah, he did a really good speech. They did really good at honoring him and basically like bringing out old teammates and stuff like that. So it was pretty neat. They brought uh, Roger Clemens out for uh, and gave him, uh, Jacob Siglione his pe- plaque too. So it was pretty neat, which now hangs on the radio. Yeah. And they did a lot of festivities today. I heard it was Puerto Rican night at uh on Wednesday's game, too. So a lot of things going on this uh, week. Yeah, we're wearing our Yellow Sox jerseys. Yeah, we're wearing our Yellow Sox jerseys. Yeah, but it was fun, except we did split. But still, we'll take a split. At this point, at least we're not talking about a serious loss right now. We could be talking about that right now. That's why I thought, basically, heading before the sixth inning, I thought, here we go. We're going to be talking about what we're going to say, where did we go so wrong kind of deal. But anyway, to talk about uh so it was earlier reported today since after the aftermath of the Benintendi trade, guess what the Red Sox did? We re-signed uh Danny Jansen to a minor league deal. Yay! Even though the guy just came off an 80-game PED suspension, and yeah, last time he batted was like a buck 84. Seriously, 184. Oh, my God. And they also signed uh, Abraham Elamont, too. I forgot to mention that, too. Abraham Elamont, but uh, he's not playing the minor leagues right now. Yeah. So maybe he might be called up, too. Well, we trade him from the Brewers for cash. Yeah. Yeah. Still, what are we doing? Seriously. I don't know. I know. I'm I'm not saying Ben Attendees. I mean, he's is hitting pretty good so far, but still, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Hopefully, Heim will make some moves. Hopefully, I'm not sure it will be a buyer or a seller, but we'll find out a little in the next few days or so. But yeah, Red Sox team will look a little bit different heading into August the 2nd or past August the 2nd at 5 o'clock, my time, 6 o'clock Eastern time for everybody else. Yeah. All right. I think that's about it for the series recap. We'll go to break and then we'll come back and start what's up on the farm. Um, MLB standings and uh MLB No, nah, no, nah, we probably won't do that for uh MLB standings, MLB postseason, per, or MLB postseason, standings of now, and then Red Sox standings, fantasy baseball update and your series look ahead and final thoughts. Alright, don't go in there. Alright, we're running out of time. Alright, we are back to uh start wrapping up the show. Alright, so um let's see what's up on the farm. All right. So, let's see how we did. So, on Tuesday, the Woo Sox took on the Buffalo Bisons and won 2-1. So, pretty good. Awesome. 49-45, and so pretty good. Kelly gets the win, so he's now 5-3 with a 3.48 ERA. So, pretty good. Or 46 ERA. Yeah, 46. All right. Yeah. I need to clean my screen. (laughs) All right. So, the Salem Red Sox took on the Fredericksburg Nationals. And won that game. Well, actually, hold on. This was the conclu or this was the conclusion of a. Sus- Wait, yeah, I was conclu- hold on. Yeah, we'll talk about that on Wednesday. Or Wednesday's all right. So skip the because that game got suspended. So we'll talk about that on uh, Wednesday. Scores: Portland Sea Dogs took on the Hartford uh, Yard Goats, but unfortunately lost this game six to one. They are now forty four and forty seven this point. And uh, Mata on a rehab, or Mata gets the loss. So he's now one and one, the 1.42 ERA. Yeah. All right. And then uh, Greenville Drive, they took on the Bowling Green Hot Rods and lost seven to five. Um, 34 and 55 at this point, The despite home runs by Nico Cavadas and uh, Nick York. Um, Rudol gets the loss, so he's now four and seven with a nine point eight sixty eight ERA, so not good at all. All right, so that's it. All right, and then Tuesday's box scores. All right, so completion of a suspended game on Tuesday between the Salem Red Sox and the Fredericksburg Nationals. Uh, Salem Red Sox won this game six to or nine to three. They are now forty eight and forty three at this point. Uh, home runs by or. <clears throat> Arbanaki, his two home or first two career home runs, so pretty good for him. De La Rosa gets the win, so he's now 6-1 with a 4.42 RA, all right? Yeah. Then the, Wor- the Worcester Red Sox took on the Buffalo Bisons and lost 7-2. They are now 49 and 46 at this point. Um, Jay Groom gets the loss, so he's now 1-1 with 3.94 RA, all right? So pretty decent, but still, yeah. All right. Portland Sea Dogs took on the Hartford Yard Goats, uh, and then won that game nine to four. So pretty good at uh Dunkin' Donuts Park. All right, they are now forty-five and forty-seven at this point, thanks to a couple home runs from uh, Tyler Dresden and newly uh, called up uh, Nicholas Northcutt from uh, yeah from Greenville Drive. Remember him? Now he's with the Portland Sea Dogs. They called him up. All right, so his first career home run with the Sea Dogs. So pretty good. Kendi gets the win, so he's now three and five with a four point seventy ERA. All right. Decent. All right. <clears throat> Greenville Drive. They took on uh Bowling Green again and lost again three to one. They are now 34 and 56 to the point. They are not doing so high. For John gets the loss, so he's now three and two with a four point eighty eight ERA. So not great. Ugh. Not great at all. All right. Then in the second game, the Salem, uh, Salem or Salem Red Sox take on the Fredericksburg Nationals and won again six to two, so pretty good. 49 and 43 at this point. Thanks to a couple of home runs from Paulino and Miller, so pretty good. Uh Jackson gets the or Jackson gets the win, so he's now six and seven with a four point nine nine ERA. And Guerrero gets the save his sixth of the year, so pretty good. All right. That's Wednesday Spock scores. All right. Then um Wednesday or yeah, Wednesday. Tend or to today? Yeah, today. All right. Today, um the Woo Sox took on uh the Buffalo Bisons again and won three to one, so pretty good. They're fifty and forty-six at this point. Thanks to a home run by uh, Hernandez, so pretty good. Not Kike uh Ronaldo Hernandez, all right. One of our catching prospects, his tenth home run of the year. Brian Keller gets the win, so he's now three and three with a th- or three point forty-six ERA, so pretty good. And uh Frank German gets the save. Has Fert of the year, so pretty good. <coughs> <coughs> All right. Staying on Red Sox, they took on the Fredericksburg Nationals and sadly lost 8-3. They are now 49-44 and at this point. Um, Bastardo gets the loss, so he's now 3 or 2. <coughs> 2 and 3 with a 4.27 ERA. All right, so decent. Ugh. Man. Ugh. Sorry about that. I was trying to see that. I have something in my. All right. All right. Portland Sea Dogs, they took on the Hartford Yard Goats and won 10 to 5. So pretty good. 46 and 47 at this point. Thanks to a home run by uh, Tyler Dresden. So pretty good. Barn gets the six. Or Matt Is that Matt Barnes? Hold on. Matty Backpacks played in this game. Oh, yeah, Matty Backpacks. I was right, Matty Backpacks. All right, so we made a rehab start or a rehab outing. So he gets the save. Yeah, I probably now I have to redo this now. Got to go over there. all right? Got to go back to where I <laughs> All right. All right. All right, come on. Go, 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 go. All right. All right. So we're going back. All right. So, as I was running, Maddie Backpacks got the win or got the win. All right. Let's go. All right. All right. So he is now 1 0 with an 0.00. All yeah, right. So pretty good. Awesome. All right. And then uh, Greenville Drive, they took on the Bowling Green Hot Rods and won on a walk off 6 to 5. So pretty good. 35 and 56 at this point. Thanks to home runs by home run by Nico Cavadas, who got the walk-off. So pretty good. Awesome. Yeah, out of the way. And then Strogins gets to say or gets the win. So he's now 1-0 with a 4.84 ERA. So pretty good. Awesome. All right. So that is it. And then tomorrow. All right. Woo Sox take on the Buffalo Bisons. That game will be at 7.05 Eastern Time, 6.05 Central Time for me. Um, Murphy will get the start for Chris Murphy by that. Uh, so, yeah, so he'll get the start for the old Wu Sox. All right, the Salem Red Sox, they'll take on the Fredericksburg Nationals again. That game will be at 7.05 Eastern time, 6.05 Central time. Encarnacion will get the start for the Red Sox. All right. And then the Portland sea Dogs they'll take on uh, the Hartford Goats again. That game will be at 7.05 Eastern time. Uh, six oh five central time for me. Uh, SPAC will get the win or SPAC will get the start for the Sea Dogs. All right, and then Greenville Drive, they'll take on the Buffalo or uh, Bowling Green Hot Rods again. That game will be at seven oh five Eastern time, six oh five Central time. Um, no starter has been announced yet for the drive. All right, that is it for what's up on the farm. All right. All right, so standings, here we go. All right. What does the MLB look like now? All right. <clears throat> All right. So in the American League East, leading the pack right now is the New York Yankees still with a 67 and 33 point or 33, uh, 67, win, 67 wins and 33 losses. Um, Toronto is in second with a 55 and 44 record. Uh, in third place are the are Tampa Bay Rays with a fifty-three and forty-six record. Behind them are the Baltimore Orioles with a fifty and forty-nine record, and in dead last place, and seventeen games back, is your lovely Boston Red Sox with a fifty and fifty record. Yeah, that's how bad. Yeah, all right. And then the Central Division leading the pack is the Minnesota Twins with a fifty-two and forty-six record. Behind them are the Cleveland Guardians with a fifty or fifty and forty-eight record. Behind them are the Chicago White Sox with a 49 and 49 record. Behind them are the Detroit Tigers with a 40 and 60 record. And in dead last place and 13 and a half games back is the Kansas City Royals with a 39 and 60 record. All right. Okay, in the West Division, leading the pack is the Oakland A's, or not the, the Houston Astros with a 65 and 35 record behind them are the Seattle Mariners with a 54 and 46 record. Behind them are the Texas Rangers with a 43 and 54 record. Behind them are the LA Angels with a 42 and 52 or 56 record, and in dead last place and possibly the worst team in the American League is the Oakland A's with a 38 and 63 record. 27 and a half games back. In the National League, leading the East, is the New York Mets with a 61 and 37 record. Behind them are the defending World Series champion Atlanta Braves with a 59 and 41 record. Behind them are the Philadelphia Phillies with a 52 and 47 record. Behind them are the Miami Marlins with a 47 and 52 record. And in dead last place and possibly the worst team in baseball right now is the Washington Nationals with a 34 and 66 record. Um, 28 games back of the division. All right, the division. Yeah, all right. In the Central Division, lead the pack is the Red Sox. Next opponent, the Milwaukee Brewers, with a 55 and 55 and 44 record. Behind them are the St. Louis Cardinals with a 52 and 47 record. Behind them are the Chicago Cubs with a 40 and 47 57 record. Behind them are the Pittsburgh Pirates with a 40 and 59 record and in dead last place and 16 and a half games back is the Cincinnati Reds with a 38 and 60 record. Right. In the West Division, leading the pack is the LA Dodgers with a 66 and 32 record. Behind them are the San Diego Padres with a 55 and 45 record. Behind them are the San Francisco Giants with a 48 and 50 record. Behind them are the Arizona Diamondbacks with a 45 or a 45 and a 53 record. And in dead last place and 22 games back is the Colorado Rockies with a 45-55 and 55 record. All right. Here are your wild cards standing. So if the postseason or the regular season were to end today, this is what your um, posting would look like. So one for three, so the free division leaders. Your East division leader or East division winner will be the New York Yankees. Your West division winner will be the Houston Astros, and then your Central Division winner will be the Minnesota Twins. And then your free wildcard teams in order uh, from one to four or one four through six is Toronto Blue Jays, Seattle Mariners, and Tampa Bay Rays. Oh, Seattle Mariners, if the season were to end today, 21 year, 21 year postseason drought ended. <laughs> all right, well, we probably, you probably just jinxed them. Yes, <laughs> all right. All right, in the National League, here we are. Your West Division leader, the 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 LA Dodgers, the East Division leader, the New York Mets, and your Central Division leader, the Milwaukee Brewers. And then basically your uh three wild cards, well four wild card teams cuz uh the 6th seed is tied right now. All right. So, it will be the Atlanta or Atlanta Braves San Diego Padres and then Phillies and St. Louis Cardinals tied for uh, the sixth seed right now All right. with a 52 and 47 record. All right. So that is what your postseason will look like if the season were to end today. I was about to say, we're going to play a 163, gosh <laughs> So we're going to decide who's going to get the sixth seed in the national league. I don't know. Yeah. So I'll go to what a lot to go right now. All right. Red Sox stat leaders. How much time do we got in this segment? All right, we got a bit of time. Yeah, we could probably maybe do this and then go to break and then wrap it up with. Nah, no, we we'll probably we'll probably go with fancy after this. All right, all right. So, batting average leader right now is the or a uh, batting average leader or leading the team in batting average is Rafael Devers with three three hundred twenty-four batting average. Leading the team in home runs is Rafael Devers, also with twenty-two the team in RBI's Trevor Story with 58, Lean the team in stolen bases, Story with 10 also and then um run score, Devers 62, on um, base percentage Bogart's with 393, slugging percentage Bogart's with uh 602, OPS Bogart or Devers with a uh, 981. I did say slugging percentage was Devers with 602. Yeah. All right. Hits uh Devers with 113. Doubles Martinez with thirty, triples Duran with three, walks Bogarts with thirty-nine strikeouts. Story with the one hundred and five caught stealing. As I said, yeah, Jackie Bradley Jr. with three um, Gains played. It's a uh, Bogarts with sixty-nine or ninety-six, and then at bats, it's Verdugo with three hundred and uh, sixty-three. So pretty good, awesome. All right, pitching. Here we go. So ERA leader Nick Pavetta with 400 or four point uh, thirty five um, wins. Pavetta also with eight strikeouts. Pavetta with one hundred and ten uh, saves. Uh, Tanner Houck, the Conneaut, Illinois native, with six whip is a uh, Pavetta with a uh, one point uh, twenty eight batting average against Pavetta with a uh, two hundred forty one um, innings pitch Pavetta with a uh, or one hundred thirteen point two, and then complete games. Three way tie between Nathan Evaldi, Nick Pavetta, and Michael Walker with one. All right. And then games played, Diekman with 43. Um, Games started, Pavetta with 20. All right. And then losses, uh, Pavetta with seven. Save opportunities, Robles with eight. Earn runs given up, it's Pavetta with 55. Runs given up, it's Pavetta with uh, 55. Um, Hits given up, Pavetta also with 104 home runs given up Evaldi with 18 and then uh walks given up it's Pavetta with uh 42 all right fielding all right so games played Bogarts with 93 Game started Bogarts with a 93 innings played for Dugo with 806.1 total chances for or Vasquez with 630 putouts Vasquez with 591 assists uh Bogar or Assist Bogarts with 244 errors, Devers with 12 double plays. Uh, Bogarts with 53. Uh, stone or stone bases against Vasquez with 30, 37. Caught stealing against Vasquez with 15 stone base percentage. Uh, Vasquez with 712. Pass balls Vasquez with three. Uh, caught stealing Vasquez with 19. steal or fielding percentage. Or fielding percentage It's basically. Jackie Bradley Jr. and Nick Pavetta with 1,000. And then it's uh, Vasquez, or uh, basically range factor Vasquez with 8.32. All right, right, all right. so that is it. So we will go to break and then wrap it up with, well, actually we could do fancy, all right, real quick, all right. Okay, <clears throat> so MLB play. All right, so here we go. So a new game has just got, came out this week. It's called... Uh, M will be uh base chase. It's basically uh kind of like uh how many on base percent or how many on bases or total bases that you can get via walk, error, and actual base hit. All right. So yeah, it's called base chase. All right. But first, let's talk about beat the streak. All right. So Monday, I had Bobby Dahlbeck of your Boston Red Sox, and then Trey Turner of the LA Dodgers. Uh, Bobby went O for free, and then uh. Trey Turner went uh, two for four. So basically, the four game hit streak came to an end at this point. Yeah, four game hit streak. Yeah. Thank you, Bobby D. All right. all right. And then um, Tuesday, I had Tim Anderson of the Chicago White Sox and then Freddie Freeman of the LA Dodgers. Um, Anderson went or Anderson went one for five and then Freeman went one for free. So on a two game hit streak at this point. All right. And then. And then uh, Wednesday, I had Randy Orozarena, the Tampa Bay Rays. And then, well, actually, hold on. Xander Bogarts. I forgot about that. Devers is on the IL. Because I originally had Devers, but he's on the IL. So Bogarts. So, all right. So, Orozarena went two for five, and then Bogarts went one for free. All right. And then uh, today, then, uh, today, I had Austin Hedges or Austin Hayes of the Baltimore Orioles and then Bo Bichette of the Toronto Blue Jays. And then uh Hayes went one for free and then Bo Bichette went two for four. So pretty good not so six six game hit streak at this point. So pretty good. And then tomorrow I have Andrew or uh, Aaron Judge of the or the New York Yankees and then Andrew Benatendi of the New York Yankees also though. yeah let's stop thinking about it. Yeah. Ugh, can't believe he's in pinstripes. That that that's that just seems wrong. Really. Right. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. So, and then uh basically so, um, pickles only pickles. So uh Monday I picked uh or basically I guessed uh Nick or Nick Madrigal or Nick Madrigal of the Chicago Cubs and I got it right. So I'm now two and three with a forty win percentage. And then, um, on Tuesday I picked uh, Mike Trout of the LA Angels and got that right too so 3 for or 3 and 3 with a 50 winning percentage. All right, and then on Wednesday I picked uh Darren Ruff of the San Francisco Giants and got that right also so now 4 and 3 at this point with a 50 or 57.1 win percentage. And then uh today I picked uh Aaron Hicks of the New York Yankees and uh, got that right also 5 or a 5 and 3 at this point with a 60 or a 62.1 win percentage. So pretty good, pretty good, awesome. Yeah, that's right, all right. So right now, I'm on a five-game winch or five-game streak at this point. So pretty good, awesome. All right, and then quick pick, here we go. All right, so quick pick, um, Monday, I went one for seven. Tuesday, I went one for seven. Wednesday, I went one for seven. And today, we still do not know the result of uh, – the game or the game, so yeah, so we will not give you an update on that. All right, then Diamond Street or Diamond Derby. All right, so Monday I went oh or scored one or zero runs on one base, and then two or then uh let's see, Tuesday I scored one run on four bases, and then Wednesday no runs on zero bases. So yeah, so basically at this point got no hit at this point again. Yeah, and then let's see, wonder if like an update has come up yet. All right. <laughs> So one. So still I still got uh one game left in the space of the Cubs and Giants and Giants are up. So maybe two. So basically maybe going for uh two runs on eight bases. So yeah, still nothing yet. We're still kinda of waiting on the result on that. All right, so we probably won't find out until later on in the night, probably after this podcast. Alright, and then um or a base chase. All right, so on Monday, I had picked three players. Rob Ref. Snyder of the Red Sox, Yandy Diaz of the Tampa Bay Rays, and then Austin Hayes of the Baltimore Orioles. Ref. Snyder got zero bases. Diaz got one base, and then uh, Hayes got one base. All right. And then Tuesday, I had Matt Carpenter of the New York Yankees, Nick Prado of the Kansas City Royals, and then Alejandro Kurt of the Toronto Blue Jays. Carpenter got zero bases, Prado got zero bases, and but uh, uh Kirk got four bases. Captain Kirk, yeah, <laughs> right. Then Wednesday has had uh Eric or uh, Eric Hos of the Detroit Tigers zero bit ba- or Detroit Tigers, Luis Arias in the Minnesota Twins, and then Jose Abreu of the Chicago White Sox. All right, Hos got zero bases, Arias got zero bases, and then um agree you've got two bases all right so at this point i am hold on well I'll open this up all right so basically i have a uh, eight season or eight total bases for the season um single best day was basically four bases in a day i believe that was uh tuesday so basically the day alejandro occurred so basically no bases for me oh yeah that's basically today yeah so on today i had uh I had uh, L- Yodi uh, Taveras of the Texas Rangers, Taylor Ward of the LA Angels of Anaheim or LA Angels, and then uh, Julio Rodriguez of the Seattle Mariners, and then nobody got a base. So basically zero bases. Yeah. Yuck. All right. So that's it for MLB play. All right. So we'll go over MLB fantasy real quick. All right. And then go to break. All right. So ESPN fantasy. All right. Here we go. All right. So right now, the Oakland Bad Bars are taking on Team Archibald and losing 114 to 104. Not great. Yeah. And then pay Rafi Devers. They're losing also right now to DH's Money 130 to 129. So not great there. All right and then the wearing of the green they're lo- or they're beating uh, San Francisco Rachel 148 to 82 all right the yankees lose are tr- are currently losing to team bulldog 130 to 124 all right arthur Reed's a Goat, they're beating dinger time 223 to 204 and then dancing on my own they're losing to team foss 172 to 93 so not great. That's MLB or that's ESPN Fantasy. All right, Yahoo. Let's see how we're doing on Yahoo. Yahoo. <laughs> all right. So all right. So the freeo take. So currently right now they're losing the team I five to four. And then let's see. And then currently Gombridge they're losing the team rebuilding again six to four. Section ten they're beating nefarious Nito six to four. Starting nine, they're losing the pokes, passion nine to one. Royal Rooters, they're uh, lo- are beating a futuristic six to three, and then uh, call him Poppy, they're losing the Chicago or Kentucky Cubs six to three. Yeah, not so yeah, so win some, losing, winning some, losing some. Yeah, that's the thing, yeah, that's even the same. All right, I know they're the saying win some, lose some, but winning some, losing some, I don't know. Okay, that'll do it for this segment, Then, when we come back, we'll wrap it up with uh, your serious look ahead to the Brewer Series and final thoughts. All right, welcome back to wrap up the show. Let's go. All right, so in your serious look ahead to the Milwaukee Brewer Series. All right, so game one is on Friday, and that will game will be at 6.10 Central Time for me. Eastern time for most of our fan base and pretty much everybody else. All right, so Brian Baio will take up against uh, Brandon Woodruff. Um, And then uh, Baio, he is 0-2 with a 10.50 ERA, so still not good. And last time he pitched was Sunday against uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. That game, let's see, pitched four innings, gave up nine hits, surrendered five runs, two walks, struck out two, and got the loss. Yeah, so not great. B.O. is not turning out real good for us yes. <laughs> All right. Then Brandon Woodruff, he is 8-3 with a 3.73 ERA, so pretty good for him. All right. Yeah, Brewers are pretty good. Yeah, I will say that. One of the top uh, teams in the National League at this point. All right. So Brandon Woodruff, the last time he pitched, was on uh, Saturday against the Colorado Rockies. He pitched six innings, gave up four hits, surrendered a run, that one, and surrendered a run. Uh, walked a person, struck out eight, and got the win. Yeah, so pretty good. Ugh. Yeah, we might have a work cut out tomorrow. Yeah, i to say. All right, then Friday that game will be at. I, don't know, I thought they said. Huh. All right, that game will be at be at three ten cent or three ten central time for me, and then uh four ten eastern time for everybody else. All right, I thought that game would be later. Like six o'clock or so. All right. I guess it's not. All right, Nick Bavetta will go up against Eric Lit or Eric Lauer. All right. Nick Bavetta at eight and seven with a four point thirty five ERA. Last time he pitched was on Monday against the Cleveland Guardians. Let's see how he did. Pitched five five point two innings, gave up seven hits, surrendered a run, walked three people, struck out six, but got a no decision that game. But still, I mean pretty decent. Pretty decent. Outing for all the uh, Nicky smooches. <laughs> all right, and then Eric Lauer. He is six and three with a three point eighty four ERA. Last time he pitched. Come on, let's go. All right, he uh, pitched on Sunday against the or against the Rockies. He pitched four point one innings, gave up six hits, surrendered four runs, walked three people, struck out three, and got a no decision in that game. All right. And then on a uh, Sunday, twelve forty-five Central Time, eleven or one forty-five Central or Eastern Time for everybody else. All right, hold on. I want to do something real quick. Yeah. Love you too. All right, there we go. Yes, awesome. All right. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, all right. Anyway, I want to send something. All right. So it's a uh, Josh Winkowski versus a uh, Aaron Ashby. I could be wrong on that name. Yeah, Aaron Ashby. All right. So, Winkowski at 3-5 and with a 5.18 ERA. Last time he pitched was on Tuesday against the Guardians. Let's see how he did. He pitched three innings, gave up five hits, surrendered five runs, walked a person, struck out one, and got a loss in this one. Yeah, not great. He's been winless so far lately. Man, what happened to old Josh? Yeah. Last seven games, three and four. And then Aaron Ashby, he is two and eight with a four point thirty eight ERA. Last time he pitched was I believe on Monday. Yeah, uh yeah, Monday against the Rockies. That game, he pitched seven innings, gave up five hits, surrendered two runs, walked a person, struck out nine, but got a no decision in that or got the loss in that game. All right, so maybe something in this dude. I don't know. Maybe we might get him in this game. I don't know. Yeah. Could be. All right. And then that will conclude the road or our homestand. Yeah. Very long homestand. Yeah. All right. So the weather look ahead to this weekend. Let's see what the weather is going to be like in old Boston. All right. So. All right. Friday. Uh, considerable cloudiness with occasional rain showers. 68 degrees. 10 to 15 mile per hour winds, 40% chance of rain. Maybe we might play, maybe we not. I don't know. They were saying it was going to rain a lot today. It was going to rain today, but it didn't really show up until, like, the end of the game. All right. It's Saturday. That game, uh, mostly sunny skies, 87 degrees. All right. So we get the play in this one. Uh, 10 to mile per hour winds. So all right. So pretty good. Nice day on Sunday. Or on uh, Saturday. Sorry. Yeah, Saturday. Sunday also, yeah, pretty good. All right. Mostly sunny skies, high of 87, 5 to 10 mile per hour winds, 2% chance of rain. All right. So, maybe sun, so possibly Sunday or Saturday and Sunday. All right. So, that is your weather look ahead, thanks to the weather.com or weatherchannel.com app. All right. All right. So, that's about it. Final thoughts. Um, So, lately, we've been doing for our social media sites during games. We've been doing a uh, live updates, like with the Twitter page, like shooting up live score updates of the game, uh, like basically like what's happening and stuff like that. We've been doing also with the Instagram, with the Instagram story, the Facebook page, and then tonight we did the TikTok page, with uh basically just did any by any kind of like we didn't do much on the TikTok page. Just basically just did like uh basically played some songs in the background, just either shook our heads like no, shook our heads yes, or maybe did like a little shrug of like uh. Yeah is what it is. Kind of you have a little scoreless or tied. Yeah. Depends. Yeah. So yeah. So right now, um Twitter one and one for one, because we did it on Monday. Tuesday we did the Instagram. So we're 0 and 1. And then uh Sun or on Wednesday with we Facebook 0 and 1. And then tonight we did the TikTok so one one. So yeah. So yeah. So we might keep doing it. I, I feel like at this point, I mean, knowing what possibly the season might be heading at this point. Let's try to create a little bit of fun. Let's try to create some fun. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's try to do, like, something, like, get the social media's actives during a game and stuff like that and just, yeah, yeah. Try to make it a little bit of fun. Try to interact with people. Yeah. All right. So that's about it. I think not nothing else. Just, I don't know. I mean, I really, I was going to say leave the final thoughts for uh, the Benintendi getting traded to the Yankees. But, yeah, I mean, going back to that, too, I mean, seriously, That's really the only – I mean, seriously, I know the best trades are the trades you don't make. But at the same time, if you see the Yankees and other teams in your division and in your league winning or going, making moves left and right, and you're basically doing nothing but making small, minor league death moves, then or death moves, then something must be wrong with our front office. Either – I don't know. Either we haven't really seen the – Low, or we haven't seen basically Haim do his magic just yet or this season, or I don't know, just, I don't know. I feel like just at this point I still kind of trust in Haim, but a little bit I'm kind of losing, starting to trust in the dude just for the fact that he just isn't doing anything right now. And it really stinks because really, seriously, it really is upsetting when you see other teams making moves left and right, try to make their teams better, and we're just doing nothing, high kind of deal. Seriously, you really think Danny Chant or Danny Santana is really gonna save the team? If you think that, then <sighs> you didn't really see what he was about to say, but still, yeah. I just, <sighs> yeah, I just I don't know. I mean... All right, let's wrap it up. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for this opportunity to share and doing what I love. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five-star review if you can. Also, do it on uh, Spotify, too. We should talk about, it too. You can also like, rate us on Spotify, too. We should do that, too. Yeah. All right. Follow the show on um, Twitter at Red underscore Charter. You can follow the show on TikTok um, at Lowercase socks Illinois. Follow the show on Instagram, also. at at also Lowercase Sox, Illinois, and then like the show on Facebook, the Red Sox Nation Illinois Charter, and then follow the show on Spotify, Apple, and Google. All right. With that being said, I believe that will about do it. All right. See you guys next Sunday. Banyana.